Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This story of this woman in Phoenix is unbelievable. It was over Easter weekend. She was not happy with her uh, teenage son, who was just not getting out of bed, not wanting to go to church, whatever, giving her a hard time. So here's the news report from the woman and what she did to her teenage son. Because about that time when you about had it, I guess, especially with teenage sons, (laughs) where they just don't do what you want them to do because physically like it's hard to get them to do it anymore because they're big, whatever. Here's the story and what the mom did. I said, get up, it's Jesus Day. All she wanted was to go to church. But instead of a pew, this Phoenix mom spent most of Easter in a jail cell. I don't think I did anything wrong because you're supposed to put God first. And that's all I was trying to tell my kids, put God first. But Sharon Dobbins says her sons were putting their friends first. They did not want to go to services here at Greater New Zion Baptist Church. Instead, they wanted to hang out with their buddies all day. So when one of her sons refused to get up and get ready, police say Sharon tased him. He was like, Mom, I'm calling police. I said, you can call police, UPS, DPS, whoever you want to call. Police were on the phone, and I told dispatcher, I told her, I said, you need to be with Jesus right now. Sharon telling us she brought the tase around, but only as a threat. Did you tase your son? No, I made, uh, I made the noise with the taser. But I did not tase my son. But Phoenix police say the boy had two marks on his left leg. They arrested her and brought her here to the 4th Avenue jail, where she spent 12 hours. Nobody writes a book on the correct way of parenting. Now, the 16-year-old boy is out of the house, staying with relatives for the time being. Sharon says she's learned her lesson and hopes her boys have learned theirs. I told my sons this, honor that mother, that father, or the days will be shortened. That's my favorite. In Phoenix, (laughs) Nick Saletti, ABC 15, Arizona. Honor that mother or father, or your days will be shortened. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> that is a mom. I, I know it's, it's quote-unquote, wrong to tase your teenage son. Uh, but yeah. I'm so much a fan of her right now. I don't know. I'm kind of lying. It's so weird She didn't from you. beat him with a whip or, uh-huh. or a, a branch. And she, so tasing is okay? Uh, 16-year-old doesn't want to get out of bed. This is a little zap on the leg. If she did it, or he didn't make the two marks on his leg and he's not conning everybody. That's what I said. I said those marks on his legs. I'm mm. not saying she did or she didn't. She said she didn't. Up. But don't tell I me just, that kid already had a plan to call someone. Don't think he was, while he was waiting, was trying to make it look like something happened. Mm. And it's How not like it, she woke him up. If, 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 he, if she really did say, hey, get out of bed, get out of bed, come yeah, on, get out church. of bed. Yeah, it's Easter Sunday, she doesn't whatever. wake him up with the taser. She's been trying to get him out of bed. Right. She said, get up. It's Jesus' day. I love it. That's not, that's Let's not go. That. So you can't smack a kid, but you can tase, and that's okay. Oh, you can smack a kid. <laughs> I'm not against. I mean, if if you have to, um, not punish, but if you have to uh, motivate your teenage son to move, and he's disrespectful or, you know, whatever, and the mom, I mean, what, what, what else does she have? <laughs> I mean, she could... The classic we laugh about is chase him around, beat him with a wooden spoon. Uh, you know, she can she can find a branch or some sort of switch, but that stuff, I mean, that's so primitive. The taser's just like, ah, you're going to move now. 
I feel like all of a sudden she's got the upper hand, and I'm kind of a fan. I'm not saying I would do it to my kids, but I'm kind of a fan because I think her result was the kid uh, wasn't in bed anymore. You know, I feel and like she went was- to jail. Well, she did. 12 hours seems a little much for <laughs> so tasing a kid okay. in the leg. She didn't knock him unconscious. It wasn't in the neck. It didn't cause cardiac problems. It wasn't uh, a five-year-old. I mean, there's a lot going for her. <laughs> I mean, is it the right thing to do? Probably not. But is no, it the end of the Of course it's but not, it, but I'm still but a I mean, fan. Is it the end of the world? No. no. Then get your butt out of bed. That's what I mean. It's, it's, I know it's not the right thing. And I said in quotes. I know it's wrong in quotes, but... Does seem also right. I'm not a parent, but I feel like at that moment, that's where you kind of instill fear in your kids to make them respect you in the future. And she ain't messing around. Yeah, and that's who's getting out of bed next Sunday? Exactly. This kid. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. She might have to make a sacrifice, go to jail for one or two nights. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) but, or twelve hours uh, all day Easter Sunday. You know, Uh, that's probably not what she had in mind. (laughs) But she Easter Sunday. (laughs) But she instilled that fear in him, and now he's gonna. She's she's anytime she says something, he's gonna do it. And I think that's more. I think that's more important than than anything i think it's the opposite this is the last resort because she hasn't had as any success as being uh like a a, a parent that's earning respect if this is a teenager mm-hmm. and if you got to the point where you need to have a taser to get him out of bed <laughs> to go to church yeah. yeah priorities are not there and there's other issues i feel so, like i feel like teenagers though are always going to be that kind of you know that kind of stubborn uh they're usually around i don't know what you know yeah, Elijah, they, when your kids start, you know, when your when your daughter starts being totally a little stubborn, when they get stubborn. Yeah, but right, they start that, feeling the roads. Yeah, yeah. Think of who they are. Yeah, 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 exactly. So when they start being stubborn, there's no really way to go around it. You just got to figure out different methods to to, to get them on point. Right, and you got to yell a lot, and you got to repeat things 27 times, and you got to take things away. And maybe she's done all those things, and the kid might have been a good kid, but as a teenager, you just, you know, maybe your attitude changes, and uh, Sharon just about had it, and so <laughs> she says she didn't taste his leg. I'd, I'd like them to really follow up report on do the two little taser nubbins that come out and tase you, do they match up to the marks on his leg or did the kid make them himself? I would think the police would have checked that out before they put her in jail for 12 hours. But they said he had two small bumps on his legs. I want to know if they match. Uh, if I'm betting, <laughs> I'm pulling a JP and, and laying odds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you right now, I don't think that they would match i feel like he was just on him he was mad mm. you know what mm-hmm. i mean and he's like i'll i'm gonna make it look like it happened well a week from monday she's got to go to court on charges of child abuse i mean what you think i mean <sighs> are they going to charge her with child abuse the kids walking around he's fine he was fine two minutes later you know which is I, another reason i, mean, why I know it's he- wrong i know but what what can you use if you can buy a taser legally what can you use it for self-defense i guess right yeah, right yeah she was defending against an attitude sunday <laughs> There's a thousand things you can do prior to the taser. He, she things. did. Maybe she, she did them, bro. She's well, then, taking then off she his covers. She's, ta- you know, yelling at yep. him. She's quoting Bible verses. I mean, what else can she do? <laughs> My dad, when we used to not get up for school, would uh, walk in, and he would take his fingers and flick the bottom of our feet, even Ow. if it was under the blankets. You did, you know, I, not, it's just a sensitive area, and it doesn't hurt that much, but it wakes you up. I never knew. He was like... Come on, get up, let's go. You know, like we would lay there for like half an hour. We have 10 minutes to get in the car. What is We're this laying not in bed up? still. What is this? What, what well, is when you're this? in high school, when's a lot? Don't you remember? Get in out high of bed, school, that job. I would hit snooze. I would wait. I would actually turn off the alarm and go back to sleep and not care if my parents remembered to wake me up. I wouldn't care. <laughs> but you're a kid. Don't you have all my the energy would come in the down, world? Roger, what are you doing? You got the buses five minutes. Oh, I would actually get out the door and be down the road to oh, probably, you know, 150 yards 
to the bridge for the bus, and I'd be there in five minutes. Oh, How horrible. Stress. Probably a little stinky later on. Probably, you know, sweaty pits. You know, as that teenage kids, you know, hair sticking all directions. But she got me out of the out of bed somehow because she scared me with her voice. My dad used to really get us pretty good with the uh, the flick of the fingers on the bottom of the feet. It was pretty good. Uh, Tyson's on line three. What's up, Tyson? That's the problem with the kids today, man. My dad used to crack the bullwhip. Forget the thump. Oof. He'd come in there cracking the snap. And let me just say, that's the basis of the foundation of today, just like you said. <laughs> he got up every morning after that, like I did. <laughs> did he get you with the whip, or just he cracked the sound, and that made you realize I better get up? Yeah, you, you didn't want to get cracked with it. He just came in acting like he was going to crack it. And mm. it was time to get up. And the sound of that crack wasn't a big one. It was a short one. And that's yeah. all you needed to know. It was time to get up. And if you didn't, you were doomed. Yeah, see the threat. Thanks, Tyson. Exactly. That, it's a lot of it. That's what, like, really good parenting is, is that when they know that, I think, Brett, you even mentioned that. You or Monica had said that before about just having the threat of the taser, for example, in this case. We were talking it, it about that be, off air. Like, that could be pretty solid. It's what's missing. I not You know, it's what's missing now because kids, that, that apparently this son said, I'm going to call CPS. Um, versus when I was a kid, that never entered my brain, and I didn't. Never. And it never entered my brain to not do something my mom said. You know what I mean? She had that, she had that thing in her. Even like Yar's mom. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm they, still, they, I'm still scared of her. They, <laughs> yes, that. I don't need no taser. Yeah, she's Jr. I'm 54. No. I'm still scared of my mom, but she's five foot five. <laughs> right. <laughs> she it's, still has authority. Exactly. She still has a way about her that exudes authority. And that's you know, what you need. That's, and that's something. I mean, she doesn't treat me like I'm a little kid, but when, if we have a conversation and she's making a point, she'll be like, Roger, that's ridiculous. Listen, da, 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 da. And you're like very authoritative the way she lays it out, like a parent. You know, and, I, and maybe this woman was missing that. I, I don't know. Is I don't it know. like a combo of like respect and discipline? Because like, I'm assuming at one point you did get disciplined and then you just sure. learned from that knowing Kind of like mm -hmm. what Jr. said earlier, or you know, it it happened once and that's got to suck. But it, this kid's gonna get out of bed next time. Yeah, you know it definitely I mean? starts with fear. There's yeah, no question. It is. Fear is a motivator. No question about that. Uh, Roger on line one. Go ahead. What do you got? Hey, good morning, guys. We hey. uh, like you guys just said, we uh, the thought of calling the police on my parents, and I'm the same age as you, Roger. We uh, mm -hmm. it would have never ever happened. No. But what my real quick, what my mom did, I wasn't real good about going to, excuse me, going to school. And we, uh, unbeknownst to me, she put a plastic liner on my bed one time underneath the sheets. Hmm. And she came in one morning, and you know I'm rolling around. I'm not. I'm being slow getting up. So she walked in with a glass of ice water <laughs> and just dumped it on me. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Yeah, and you know what? It worked because. The next night when I went to bed, my bed my bed's still wet. And, yeah. And she's like, I'm telling Sleep you. Sleep in it. Yeah. You don't want to get up. There's your bed. That so, is awesome. Oh, and it worked. It really, really worked. So, and, and in and, future, say months later, you're starting to laze around. The threat of ice water is what got you out of bed? Exactly. And, That's a really know, good way to do it. Yeah. She put a plastic liner on the uh yeah. On the mattress, and I didn't know about it. That way, it didn't ruin yeah. it, right? But the cold yeah. water threat on your face—I mean, clearly—that wakes people up. That's oh, good. It was, I, I think really about good. it now, and it's—it's—it was an awesome thing to do. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt anybody. That's excellent. Good motivator. Right, Thanks, Roger. Good stuff. Uh, Panama jeans on line three. 
Hey, Gene, what's, what's up? up? Hey, what's up, guys? Just want to hey. wish, uh, tell you guys a uh, great show. But, hey, I'm kind of siding on the side of the mother on this one. The kids today are basically, in my opinion, they're dictating the policy. I mean, it, it, when do kids start telling parents what to do and what they're not going to do? Um, and the last caller was right. My dad didn't use ice water. He would reach up there and just grab the, the mattress of the bed and roll me and the mattress on the floor. And I had three <laughs> seconds to, to get in the shower. If not, then uh, it was on. He would whip my butt with a, a leather belt. He didn't give a damn. Oh, who knew. oh. Yeah, well, once you get flipped off a mattress, I think you should pretty much know you better get in the shower. Hmm. Well, I Raj, think... I mean, come on, oh, man. Oh, you didn't. I mean, look, yeah, but look at these kids today. We have teenagers, no, not trying to get off subject, well, but up there marching and, and, and being politicians. They, right. they have no jobs. They're not going to school. So what are they trying to accomplish? Who is back? Who's paying for these kids to do all this? I mean, we're, <laughs> we're taking... We're That's taking a whole different thing. <laughs> but We're taking but... orders from kids. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody's really taking orders from kids. I mean, we're, we're listening to opinions from kids at the moment, and then, you know, then we'll see what happens. But, I mean, we all, you know, anybody who says kids these days, every generation says kids these days. There's no question when I was in high school, late 70s, early 80s, you know, these kids these days, long hair, sloppy, lazy, this is the future of America. Every generation thinks that looking back, you know, one or two generations. The kids are just not getting is, it done. Yeah, it's just different. Like, we, you had m more technology and more opportunities than your dad, and, and then now your daughters mm -hmm. have more than you. I mean, it's just, that's just time, you know? Right. And my, my dad's dad looked down on him. Ah, he doesn't work hard. I mean, my dad works his ass off, but, you know, my grandfather, I mean, who, who worked harder than him? Uh, you know, a guy who immigrated from Canada and... And, uh, you know, worked at a factory and all that stuff. My dad just, you know, pushes a pencil. He's an engineer, so he doesn't work hard. Like, you know, there's always that mentality uh, from every generation. So, I mean, I know it does seem like these kids are maybe a little lazier, a little more wise attitude-ish than, than we were. But when we talk about it, we did stupid stuff. They do stupid stuff. Are they just less disciplined? Is that what it is? It could be. Oh, they're is... brought up. They're definitely brought up differently. I mean, we, we've talked about that. I'm totally convinced of that. It's yeah. a, just a different way to bring up kids where there, there aren't a, a ton of guidelines. Like, we had clear black and white guidelines of what's right, what's wrong, what you can do, what you can't do, what you can say, what you can't say. Plus, really weren't, clear. Weren't you more independent? I feel like there, there's a lot more, so. yeah, of, of, I don't know, chores and just a sense of independence versus mm -hmm. now where, you know, I mean... When I was younger, you know, my mom didn't. My mom worked two jobs or whatever. She couldn't drive to every single practice, so that my brothers had mm -hmm. to get to their football practice on their own. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Everybody just had to, you know, pitch in That's or a rough times. whatever. <laughs> what, That's what I'm saying. It, like, wasn't it one of those situations where you know you'd have to stay at home and you're what ten years old and your mother was at work and it was just being yeah. your brothers? I was what and they that, called a latchkey kid. Yeah, and then now that's that's almost unacceptable. Yeah. So I was in illegal. second yeah. grade. <laughs> right. How old are you in second grade? Like eight or seven? Yeah, something like that. And yeah, I would come yeah. home, and I mean, I was home all night by myself, but at least for a couple hours. Mm. And I came home, and you know, I was there by myself in the house thinking about it. Right now, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I was seven, but at the time, it was just what you know. You didn't make dinner yet. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Get that turkey in the oven. Let's go. <laughs> You're seven. <laughs> That's true. I think a lot more was expected. Like my mom had to make dinner for the family when she came home from school, probably sixth, seventh grade, and uh, and that was normal because her mom was working, and 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 my grandfather was a cop, so they were both out working. But then we didn't have to do that as kids. My mom. Uh, made sure she took care of that stuff because we had to do our schoolwork and do the things and do activities. She wanted us to 
you know, make sure we did all our schoolwork and got the activities because she got gypped on that. And then we brought up our girls. They never really had to make us dinner. And, you know, I worked, and, and Susan stayed home. Instead of having both of us work, we made the choice. I would work, like, 27 jobs so that she could be home and do those things for the girls. So, like, you make your choices. You go and, like, you evolve, I think, what your decisions are and how you bring up the kids. And hopefully you do it right, and hopefully you don't have to tase anybody. <laughs> <laughs> always the goal. <laughs> you don't have Monica Wilson handy, do you, bro? We could play her next. We'll play her next after the break. We have this 911 call from this woman, Monica Wilson, that is hilarious. I don't know if we've played it here before, but she is pissed off at her teenage son, and she calls 911 about it, and she's got a hammer. We'll tell you, a literal hammer. We'll, t- <laughs> <laughs> we'll play the call for you coming next. Roger J.P. on the Bone, Real Raw Radio. Be right back. Roger and J.P. on 102.5 The Bone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.